Well, howdy, partners. You're listening to Guat Dot Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, that's right, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. This is Season 9, Episode 186. Title, The Holy Spirit Prays for Us. Subtitle, Intercessory Prayer. This is looking at Romans chapter 8, verses 18 and following. I'm going to take just a brief moment to go through it verse by verse to share with you some encouraging words. There has been so much that's happened in the past two years. A lot of grief, a lot of sorrow, a lot of suffering. And in the midst of this, we need to be encouraged that God's Holy Spirit is on the planet and He's in us if we know Jesus and He intercedes for us. The Apostle Paul wrote these encouraging words to the church in Rome, who obviously had a lot of problems to deal with being at the epicenter of the Roman government. And fortunately, we have these words that can encourage us today. Starting in verse 18, the Apostle Paul writes, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is going to be revealed to us. Here he's talking about being in heaven with Jesus. But it's a good thing that the Apostle Paul, he recalibrates our thinking regarding suffering and difficulties in this life. And he helps us to remember that whatever we're going through at this present time, it is not worth comparing to the glory that is to come. In verse 19, he says, For the creation eagerly waits with anticipation for God's sons to be revealed. Here the word for creation is ketesis, not cosmos. This word means the sum total of everything created, the creation of the world. And most likely it actually means here taken to mean the waiting of the whole creation below the human level animate and inanimate. We have to keep in mind, folks, that we're not the only ones suffering on this planet. The Bible makes it clear that when Adam fell, that all creation was marred. There's not a place you can go to in the universe that the mar and the sin of Adam is not felt. And so the creation eagerly waits with anticipation for God's sons to be revealed. In verse 20, the Apostle Paul says, for the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, and the hope that the creation itself will also be set free from the bondage to decay into the glorious freedom of God's children. That word futility means a state of being without use or value, emptiness, futility, purposelessness, transitoriness. And we've got to keep in mind that as we go through the difficulties in life, the rest of creation is also being subjected to the futility that was brought onto the planet and into the universe by the sin of Adam. It strikes everything in the animal kingdom. Everything has been marred and this sense of futility exists. But the Apostle Paul says that there's coming a day of hope. What when the God's children are fully revealed? And that's talking about me and you if we know Jesus. In verse 22 it says, For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together with labor pains until now. Everything that has been created is growing at the same time. So sometimes if you look at your pet dog or your pet cat and it appears that they may be in distress, folks, and I mean this with all sincerity, that they sense the chaos and the turmoil that was created by the fall of Adam in their being. The agitation, the chaos. That's why this podcast exists to advance equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world because the agitation is felt throughout all of God's creation. So creation in all its parts is awaiting its future regeneration 
as it groans together. And this word groan actually means the type of groaning that is given forth in childbirth. So it is a severe angst and a severe groaning that is felt throughout all of God's creation. In verse 23, he says, not only that, but we ourselves who have the spirit as the first fruits, we also groan within ourselves eagerly waiting for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. I heard Jordan Peterson recently talk about the fact that if you're human, you suffer. And so many times we think that other people who appear to have better lives don't experience suffering. But keep in mind, keep in mind, dear friend, that if you're human, you suffer. Why? Because of the groan of creation, because of the mar of Adam. In verse 24, he says, Now in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is not hope, because who hopes for what he sees? Verse 25, now if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with patience. Paul's talking about this faith that we exhibit. We believe that it's coming. God has made it clear to us that it's coming. Paul says in verse 26, in the same way, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness because we do not know what to pray for as we should. But here's the encouraging word, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with inexpressible groanings. So we see this groaning that just permeates all of creation. And even the Spirit, as the Spirit comes in contact with our weaknesses and our pains and our sorrows. And the fact that we so many times are perplexed and we don't even know how to pray or what to pray for. The good news, friend, is that the Holy Spirit himself intercedes for us with inexpressible groanings. A.T. Robertson, the great Greek scholar, says here Paul beautifully pictures the Holy Spirit taking hold at our side at the very time of our weakness. And before it's too late, he comes alongside us to support us and to uphold us and to pray for us when we cannot pray for ourselves. The picture of intercession here of the Holy Spirit is a picturesque word of rescue by one who happens on one who is in trouble and in his behalf pleads with utter groanings or with sighs that baffle words. This is the work of our helper, the Spirit himself. In verse 27, the Apostle Paul writes, And he, talking about God, who searches our hearts, knows the mind of the Spirit, because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. So we see the picture that the Holy Spirit intercedes for us, but then also the Bible makes it clear that Jesus stands at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. What a marvelous picture, dear friend. It should lift you up and encourage you immensely. We have full confidence that the Holy Spirit interprets our prayers to God and makes intercession for us in according with God's will. In closing, Jude 20 says, But you, dear friends, as you build yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting expectantly for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ for eternal life. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace. Peace.